Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darn on there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pulley Army back barring in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chet. who passed away yesterday at the age of 72. That request came from multiple people via Twitter to me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Welcome, everybody. Thursday edition of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland at 12.15 today. We'll uh, hear from uh, some of the players the Oilers signed yesterday in our Oilers Now Audio Vault section for direct workwear. We will also have Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers today at 12.35 and courtesy of Canadian Power Pack. Canadian Power Pack. Alberta's Leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Canadian Power Pack will have Kevin Weeks today from the NHL Network and ESPN at 105. After we went off the air yesterday, we were on from 10 to 3 yesterday, and afterwards the Edmonton Oilers confirmed the signing of Derek Ryan, the former Alberta Golden Bear player to a two-year deal. I know he was on last night with uh, Reed Wilkins, but Derek will join us as well at about 1.35 today on Oilers Now. So lots to get to. Uh, here's how you can get a hold of us. You can reach us at any time. On the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The patio is open daily to all ages at the River Cree from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Watch the game on the biggest screen in the city while enjoying daily drink specials and an upscale casual menu. 
The River Creek Resort Casino. You name it, they got it back up, including Italia, including Tap 25, Fat Burger, all open at River Creek. They've got shows now back in their house as well. The River Creek Resort Casino, excitement, bet on it. You can text us, and I. this is interesting. Cody Jansen is producing the show for us this week. Brendan's back in BC. I'm going to bring Cody in at this time. Cody, I'm in a different studio here in the setup. We're actually in the broadcast suite that we used for the road games. I was unaware that the phone was uh, uh, ringing off the hook as much as it was during the course of uh, yesterday's show for the five hours. But the best way to get hold of us is to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. But, Cody, uh, there was a fair amount of... Uh, you were taking a lot... I was wondering why you seemed a little bit distracted a couple times when we went to you. I didn't realize that people were calling off the hook yesterday. Oh, there was a lot of people unhappy with one particular trade and also some of the signings. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it is easier to play GM from home. But, I mean, I, I think from my own perspective, it was people were complaining on the 632 well, call line. And, again, you can always text us at 780-496-0063. I'm never hesitating. Uh, hesitated on reading negative texts, especially if they're directed my way. Um, but uh, interesting stuff. We all have different perspectives on, you know, there's an old saying, and when it comes to trade, you got to give uh, until you get. I wish Ethan Bear nothing but uh, the best success with the Carolina Hurricanes. I hope he cements himself as a top four uh, defenseman in Carolina. They got Brett Pesci. They also took a swing on Anthony D'Angelo, who had a huge offensive season the year before. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes in Carolina. That's a team that's relied on heavy analytics, and the analytics would have uh, supported both the Oilers' acquisitions of Zach Hyman and of Warren Fogle up front. Our top story is what the Oilers did yesterday. It's brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. So, the Oilers signed two defensemen. They brought back Tyson Berry, three-year deal, $4.5 million. They also signed Cody Ceci. Uh as well as trade the aforementioned Ethan Bear for Warren Fogle. The big signing for Edmonton was Zach Hyman, who did visit Edmonton during a time period in which the Maple Leafs uh, allowed other NHL organizations to talk to players. Hyman made his own call to come to town, and here he is on visiting Edmonton. I thought it was so important for me to to get out there, and, and my wife's never been out to Edmonton, and, and really it's a family decision when you're making a decision of, of where to live for, for the next seven years of your life. So I really wanted her to, to see the city and get familiar with the people there and, and see the rink and see where where we'd be growing our family. I have a, a young seven-month-old son, and, and he's going to grow up in Edmonton, so I thought it was important for her to see that. Uh, it was the first time she was away from him, so she was a little nervous, but it all worked out. Um, and once I got there, I, I knew that, that it was the place that I wanted to play and, and the city that I wanted to be in. And um, and just, yeah, it, it all worked out. It checked all the boxes for me. And um, looking forward to, to starting, you know, my growing my young family there. That is Zach Hyman, who will play, obviously, in the Oilers' top six. Warren Fogle, meanwhile, spoke about getting a new opportunity in Edmonton. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping so. Uh, um, you know, it looks like uh, there's a lot of good pieces on this team, and, you know, I hope I can come in there and, and contribute um, any way I can. Um, you know, obviously it's a high market, but I'm super excited to, to get down to the city and, uh, you know, welcome to my new home.
Warren Fogle was on the ice when the trade was made yesterday. He was on the ice with Connor McDavid, Darnell Nurse, Zach Hyman, uh, and, oh, by the way, uh, Devin Shore. Just keep that in mind. I know that that was pointed out by a couple of our smarter listeners to the show. Trent took time to reach out to me via Twitter and said, geez, Bob, you read into that what you want. But the reality is when you're training with Gary Roberts, you're serious about playing. Cody Cece, meanwhile, um, had a real strong season last year in Pittsburgh. Had some tough years. Final two years in Ottawa weren't pretty. Uh, but he has had a history in terms of playing with elite players. And he had this comment on some of the guys that he's played with. I mean, I for sure felt that uh, the last two years, um, getting a chance to, to play with a guy like Matthews and Marner, and, um, just just seeing how hard they work and uh, all the time they put in. And then again last year with guys like Sid, you know, Latang, I mean, uh, just being around them all the time, uh, you realize that they're, they're not that good by accident. These guys work super hard. So I had a chance to play with uh, McDavid over in, uh, in Russia a few years ago world championships um exceptional player really hard to play against so excited to be on his team as well as dry set mean, he's uh he's putting up insane numbers every year so it's uh be cool to play these guys too all right that is cody cc who signed a four-year deal at 3.25 million that's the orders now audio vault brought to you by direct workwear supporting local and canadian manufacturers in edmonton and online at directworkwear.com when we come back in 90 seconds time we'll hook up with oilers general manager ken holland Welcome back, everybody. 1216 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. On Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Brendan, uh, Taylor, and the staff at Roos Chris, they will take care of you. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Without further ado, patiently waiting on the line, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Good. Yourself, Bob? Better today. <laughs> Better today. All right. Uh, you got uh, you got through the day. Yeah, that's a health-related reason. So, uh, but uh, anyhow, now that I got a tooth yanked out, I'm feeling fantastic. Uh, oh, good. And and uh, they shot me up with the really good stuff too, Ken. So you know how that goes. By the way, just as a total aside here, did you ever during your playing days? Uh, suffer an injury or you were a goaltender uh, take a shot to uh, the, the head or some elbow to the head or something like that and uh, you were uh, in another place or another time and maybe not realizing it well I took lots of shots to the head uh, <laughs> but I'm not sure if I was quite to that to that degree but but, but I did get hit in the head a few times uh, um, in my playing days was there one guy you played against or with that always seemed to like that we heard stories about Bobby Hall firing pucks at guys heads was there a guy you played against that consistently shot high all the time used to drive you nuts maybe even a teammate of yours in practice well, yeah I, I could think of two of them one was uh, Brian Maxwell in medicine hat he had a oh, great yeah. big he had a great big hook and every morning he'd get to about center ice and those those uh, horseshoe drills the warm-up drills and he'd slide the puck from center like a curling rock just over the blue line and he would take a he would love, love the top corner I couldn't get against the post tight enough to make sure that just didn't hit me and then I remember playing um, in the American League Adirondack Red Wings with a guy by the name of Kenny Solheim and he might be from Edmonton Kenny he, Solheim yeah he played for the medicine hat Tigers too he was a yeah. hell of a junior yeah yeah he was a great junior he could really shoot the puck I remember one morning he uh 
I was supposed to play that night. He hit the bar on the mat and pushed the bar into my nose, and then I had to, I spent all afternoon in the uh, in the doctor's office. He had the, the the spoon up my nose, and and then had to push my nose out, and then I had a broken. He broke my nose just from hitting the bar. He had such power. It was, he actually just snapped the puck. It wasn't even a slap shot. So uh, there was a few people that could. Now everybody can shoot, or almost everybody. Back then there was just a, you know, every team had two or three guys that could shoot the puck, and everybody else. Uh, it was was medium, but now with the new equipment and and the time in the gym and all the all the all the the, the practice time and working on their shots, most everybody can shoot hard now. Yeah, uh, was Maxi coaching in? Was he the Spokane coach in the '91 Memorial Cup when they laid the beat down on the I, ace with Kerry Topper? He could have been. He also coached the Manitowoc Tigers when they won the Memorial Cup one year. Yeah, '87 um, and '88. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. played junior with Maxi, and then I actually played by one year pro with uh, Maxi uh, Brian Maxwell in in Binghamton. The American Hockey League. All right. Well, that's uh, interesting stuff. One one day we'll have to have you on where we, we don't just have a 12-minute window. Let's get right to it. Uh, how would you assess things overall? Uh, are you satisfied with the depth you added up front? Uh, and, and maybe just the thought on, on, on changing the complexion of your defense as well. Well, I think after the season was over, we, we – uh, you know, we we all met. We had our pro meetings, and I talked to Coach Tippett, and you know, went through our whole process, uh, and, and ultimately, you know, the interview period with all the players, uh, the leadership group, and decided that um, we wanted to try to build a team that had a little more, you know, a little more depth up up front of scoring, um, and you know, a little bit little bit deeper up front, uh, and, and, and certainly as I went through the process. Re-signing Adam Larson was a priority. You know, got bad news about Adam Larson about you know two weeks ago, and uh, then had to go about the process of you know uh, Barry and, and Larson were our first and second pair right shot D last year, um, and then and then started about the process. We knew four or five days before free agency opened that um, Zach Hyman was making a decision to come to us, um, and then and then once the last 72 hours. Um, really got engaged with um, Tyson Berry. I've been talking to a number of agents about their right shot, right, right-handed uh, uh, defenseman, and got the word that uh, uh, Cody Cece wanted to come. And eventually, kind of looked at it. And I've been having lots of conversations with uh, Don Waddell over the previous two or three weeks. You know, about uh, was he was looking for a right shot defenseman, and I said if I, I could have one, I might not have one. And then when when we made a decision to sign Barry and uh, Cody Cece, we were we did the deal with Ethan Bear to to acquire uh, Fogle, and our, our our people really like uh, Fogle. He's he can skate. He's he's six two two hundred, and I think he's going to get in the forecheck and play in the third line and chip in. Uh, hopefully, chips in ten or fifteen goals. He can kill some penalties, and you know the addition of of of, of, uh, of Fogle and. Uh, and Hyman added to the group of forwards that there's a little bit of growth, get some growth out of, uh, you know, Jesse Puljarvi and, uh, and, uh, um, Yamamoto Cloud and Yamamoto, yep. you know, we got the makings of having uh, a deeper, you know, maybe can put three lines together and hopefully can get some more secondary scoring to take the, the pressure off for Connor Leon. And then obviously made the deal with, with Duncan Keith. And that was twofold one to bring in a guy that, that, uh, that, uh, could be a second pair left shot defenseman. And he can move the puck, but also, also wanted some leadership in the locker room, and certainly that's one of the things that I heard loud and clear from uh, as, I, as I was going through the exit interviews from uh, from the players. The importance of you know 
Mike Smith's importance in the locker room and bringing in people into that locker room that had won before it that, that uh, could, could, could provide some leadership and, and some of that the, the other players could look to that had been in those situations. So did the Keith deal, and I just watched it through the two right-shot defensemen, and at the end of the day, yesterday certainly we had a hole there, you know, you know on the bottom part of the roster, Ryan McLeod's one of our, you know, bottom bottom two defensemen, uh, center, uh, centers, but we wanted to get somebody that uh, could win some draws, you know, kill some penalties, and that's where Derek Ryan come in, and, and uh, I know Derek Ryan, uh, you know Derek Ryan well from his days in the U of A, you know, started his career here, and eventually uh, finished the day off with Derek Ryan that, that can play center in the bottom six, and with Ryan um, you know, shoots right. He can win some draws. Uh, Ryan McLeod, uh, Devin Short can play in the middle. You know, obviously still have Torres. We still got Kyle Torres, and if the coach decides he wants to kind of, you know, move you, you could also go Connor, Leon, and and Nuge now if you want to with with the addition of Fogel and and uh, um, um, Hyman. Hyman. There's just more options. There's more options. So wanted to get some depth. Wanted to get the right shot center. So. You know, feel feel that that as we wake up today, that we accomplished uh, uh, a lot of what we wanted wanted to do. Again, I guess I come back and you know disappointed that we lost Adam Larson. But when when Adam made that decision, it sort of set the wheels in motion for you know. I think I was on a, a, a presser with and Mark Spector asked me, what, what do you do when you lose? You know, you when you lose Adam Larson, well, you make a different plan, and that that's what we we made a different plan. And as we wake up today, I think uh, everybody. Here in our in our management team that was in the room for the last few hours, last few days, feels we feel pretty good about what we were able to accomplish. All right, Ken, two quick hitters for you. One, um, look, you've been at this a long time. Ethan Bear was a very popular player in town, and uh, there you know, there was a fair amount of negative response. Uh, you got to do what you think is right. You've never hesitated making difficult trades, have you? Well, I mean, I think if you, when you when you get the responsibility as a manager, you have to make different decisions. Right, and so that that just kind of comes with the terror. And the other thing is, you got to give to get, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, I, I, you know, or, or or you go back to, you know, if you go to the free agent market, uh, those players doesn't mean you're going to get those players on the market. I can take that money to market, but those, the, the, the players that you might identify as left left shot left wingers, left shots, they might want to sign sign elsewhere. So you've got to you got to give to get. Certainly, I was disappointed that you know I, I hate trading players to tell you the honest truth because I, I, I know them as people. You know, you, the fans know them as hockey players. I know them as people, and you build relationships, and and uh, that's the part of uh, I, I, I don't like trading people away. I like to bring people in and keep them here for a long time. And I think, you know, I think it, sometimes people criticize Ken Holland because he's too patient. He hangs on to the same people too long. And then when you do trade somebody away, then you're critical because you traded somebody away. But <laughs> the reality is when you're in the seat that I'm in, you know, and you're making decisions and it's a public, you know, it's a sport, there's passion involved. And that's a good thing that, that you're going to have people that are critical of the decisions you make. But, but I, 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 my decisions are based upon, 
you know, it's just not me making a decision. It's based upon, I step up to the podium, it's based upon a long process, talking to a lot of people with a lot of information, and we eventually go make a decision. And you believe and hope that you're going to make way more good decisions than bad decisions. But the reality is when you're a manager, you're going to make some decisions that don't work out, whether it's signing players, whether it's trades, whether it's drafting. This is not an exact science. If it was an exact science, it would be way easier. So so you're, you're, you gather all that information, and I step up to the podium and announce that we're doing something, but it's after a, a big process going behind the scenes with your coaching staff, your pro scoutings, analytics, the, the information gathering, calling around and gathering information, and, and, then, and then making a decision. Yeah. All right. Hey, Ken, one final one for you. We appreciate the time. Are you done? Uh, and you've got three veteran well, goalies. We're close. We're close. Okay, three veteran goalies. The team finished seventh last year in save percentage, so you knew you could come back with the goaltending, I would assume. You still have your first-round pick. You say you're yep. close. Uh, could you use another defenseman or another winger maybe? Well, I think, you know, if we do, I say close, you know, it would be, you know, on the cheaper end and some, you know, more depth, whether it's up front or um, – you know, you know what I'm trying to do too is 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 is, is, is going to be in some cases going to be lower because I want to give some of the kids an opportunity. Well, you know, I'm trying to think Benson, Holloway, Broberg. You know, I, Benson obviously is a different situation. He's played the three years. He's a waiver player, but but I, you know, I want to make sure that if somebody comes in and the, the, the coaching staff feels that they can make it better, that there's there's an opportunity there. But 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 if, but also if they got to go to the American league and get some pro experience they can do that all right ken look we appreciate the time thanks for the uh perspectives on things and uh, i'm glad you don't have any more nightmares about ken solheim or brian maxwell drilling you with the puck thanks a lot bob take care uh ken solheim he scored like 60 goals one year I, I haven't looked him up on Hockey DB, but for some, I know he was with Minnesota, and I'm just wondering whether or not he briefly, for some reason, I thought he was briefly. Now I'm going to have to tell you, uh, you know, you can hear me pound away. Uh, Ken Solheim was a second round pick of Chicago. He was from Medicine Hat, and yes, he played six games for the Oilers during the 85 86 season. And he had some skill. He had 54 and 68 point seasons, played for the St. Albert Saints and the AJHL. 54 and 68 goal seasons with the Medicine Hat Tigers in the late uh, 1970s, early 1980s. That was Oilers GM Ken Holland. It's 12 28 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and back with Louis DeBrusque when we return in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.